0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS lineup lock, sponsored by dailyroto.com, begins now.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are brought to you today and every day by DailyRoto.com. Dane and Tony about to take you through a nine-game slate in the association. Tony, I missed you yesterday. It's been a while since we've chatted. The last time we chatted, Blake Griffin was a clipper, Boogie Cousins was still playing, and John Wall was wreaking havoc in the Eastern Conference Against Guards. A lot of changes since we last spoke.
2: Yeah, it's amazing what's happened in the NBA in that short amount of time, but hey, we're here to bring it, and we'll get caught up quickly, and uh, everybody will get a little uh, something-something, and we'll make sure they go on their way for a little action, a little love tonight in the National Basketball Association.
1: Absolutely. I would actually think, Tony, this could be an interesting night to have some action, right? Because, I mean, think about it. We got some injuries. Guys like Aaron Gordon, it looks like, might be out for Orlando. But the biggest thing to me is, okay, this Blake Griffin trade went down, but Blake is not playing yet for the Detroit Pistons. There's got to be some value. Someone's going to have his usage rate go crazy. And then on the same side, usage rates in Los Angeles are going to be very different. Same with New Orleans, correct?
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to use a couple Pistons tonight because of what's going on here. And we've got more Piston news uh, that just came out in a recent. Andre Drummond, a game time decision tonight. Oh, wow. He is sick. Uh, so the starting lineup here for the Pistons is uh, Smith, Ish Smith, Bullock, Johnson, Tolliver, Drummond. Uh, but Drummond now is sick. It appears that uh, they're going to wait till the game gets closer to see if he's going to be able to go tonight. So Andre Drummond has been sick. As you mentioned, Aaron Gordon out tonight. Uh, that's going to put Mario Hezonia in the uh, offensive lineup. They're going up against Houston. I think it also opens up an opportunity for Kem Birch to come off the bench and get playing time because I think they're going to get blown out in this one. Uh, Kevin Looney is going to be uh, out tonight. Uh, with Steven Curry and Patrick McCall all available, shouldn't be a problem for the Golden State Warriors. No, should use them. And the Sacramento Kings, we talk about those guys that are going to be out tonight. Well, they they got Scott Labissiere out, Willie Cully Stein out, maliki Richardson out, De'Aaron Fox, and Garrett Temple are banged up, but they look like they're going to play. So I think Kufis and Zach Randolph are both going to play based on all the injuries they're having. I'm sure they're not going to go out there with seven guys. Uh, Delanillo Gallinari is going to make his return, but I I don't know how many minutes he's going to play in that one. And then we also, you know, I just brought up with the the Clippers being in a a situation where they want to trade these guys. Does DeAndre Jordan play tonight? Does Lou Williams play tonight? I wouldn't use those guys just in case.
1: Right, we've been talking about this before with other people who may in fact get traded. You don't want to go out and risk your asset potentially getting hurt. We've seen people go down in the last week. I find this Magic Rockets game very interesting. You talked about no Gordon, no Vucevic either for the Magic potentially. But this is a 12-point spread and a 222 total, Tony. We expect some big things to happen. we got nine games on the slate. We're going to dive right into them when we come back here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martin. And Tony Sincata. It is lineup live. Come on back. Interesting night, but my man Tony Sinkata is gonna make you some money. Come on right back. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane and Tony are about to take you through a nine-game slate, and there is some opportunity tonight with Washington in action without John Wall, the Blake Griffin trade, leaving both the Clippers and the Pistons shorthanded in the interim, and of course the Pelicans are in action without Boogie Cousins. Tony, let's dive into... uh One of these games which will be infected by one of these superstars that are missing. It is the Oklahoma City Thunder in our nation's capital to take on the Wizards. The Thunder are three-point road favorites, and 218 is the total in this one. Tony, let's start with Oklahoma City. Um I I always ask you about kind of this big three and how I actually believe that Steven Adams is the third. I know you could put in Russell Westbrook at any point in time. Uh, who else might you like on Oklahoma City tonight?
2: Nothing. It's Russell Westbrook tonight, man, and I, I love him a lot. Um, I'm going to play him. He'll be in my lineup even though the price is huge, 11700 I think there's enough uh cheap guys out there to go out and grab them uh with John Wall at the point guard position they 20 18th and 13th in defensive efficiency across the board so he comes into play there i think if you look at Paul George he's okay but 8200 bucks i'm going to go and i'm going to get me a couple uh high price guys in good positions tonight and i'm really not going to be paying 8000 so i'm going to pay the 11000s and i'm going to pay in the 5 and 6000s and I think the 8,000 guys, if you went with an optimal lineup and you went with like guys across the board 8,000, I'm interested to see. I think you could get away with that tonight, of cheap ownership.
1: All right, fair enough. I want to ask you about an $8,000 caliber player, and it's Bradley Beal. You know, in this game, we know the Wizards are going to be without John Wall for a while. Bradley Beal already has a 26% usage rate. My question is, does he now take on even more of the lift without John Wall or Tony? Is it another guy who you and I have both been talking about who we like is ascending? Could this be Otto Porter's time to shine? He's at only 6,400, but at the same time, he's got PG-13 staring across from him today, and we all know that Paul George is one of the best two-way players in the NBA. Do you like Beal or Porter tonight?
2: I like Beal a lot tonight. I think if he's a top uh, shooting guy based on price there. I just can't get him in my salary because I'm going to use uh, Mario uh, Zajonia, who's uh, right. 4200 bucks, and get started for Aaron Gordon tonight. So I think Beal's the best guy. I think he can look at 45. Points. I think he kind of enjoys playing without John Wall, and tonight Mm -hmm. he will come in and he'll put up some points uh, for you. So I think he's right there. Uh, James Harden is another guy at the two-guard position if you're going to pay up in that $11,000 range. um, Chris Paul is questionable for tonight. Uh, so I'm going with the third guy, the cheaper guy there. I like all three of these guys and add Donovan Mitchell against Golden State, and I think there's four good players at shooting guard tonight.
1: Okay, fair enough. So uh, you have some other cheaper options about Bradley Beal. Let me ask you though, you know, maybe not DFS wise, but as a maybe in season long, is it is the time now to try and grab a guy like Otto Porter? Because listen,
2: oh yeah, Tony, you know,
1: I mean, Wall has a tremendous usage rate, right? Bradley Beal is already up around 26%. The question is like, how much more room is there to go with someone like Bradley Beal, right? But with Otto Porter, I can see his usage rate going up from the 162 that it is, maybe starting to push 20% without John Wall.
2: No, I, I totally agree with you. I think that, I, you know, we see a lot of these top players right around 30%. I mean, Russell Westbrook's really the only one that's surpassing the 30%. Right. And I think that Bradley Beal is going to be the same way. I think he's going to be right there around 29 30%. Um, going forward, and I think they're going to need him there. Now, Autoport is going to jump up from 16, probably to 21, 22 percent uh, there if Washington's going to be successful going forward.
1: So hopefully we can get in on that before the algorithm figures it out. But, Tony, our next game, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are north of the border in Toronto to take on the Raptors. The Raptors are six-point favorites in this one. 218 is the total here. I I think it's interesting, Tony. Let me ask you, do you ever look at this and how much of an impact you think it has? The T-Wolves are on the second half of back-to-back road games. They lost in Atlanta last night. Do you factor that in when you make your kind of projections, kind of the second of back-to-back, I mean, this makes people rest uh, in years past. What does that mean for guys like Jimmy Butler, who's just coming back, and others uh, on Minnesota?
2: Yeah, there's a couple things that you look at. One is some players have uh, minutes in the second game of a back-to-back like each game you can track that they're three or four minutes less in the Mm -hmm. second game of a back-to-back so the coaches go out of their way uh to limit that player's play so that's one thing you track secondly um if it's a tiebreaker that's something that comes into play like if i have two players that i like equally and around the same price uh, that certainly comes into play and then there's certain players that are just notoriously play bad in a second back-to-back so I look at this Minnesota team tonight, and the only guy I'm liking is Kyle Anthony Towns in this one. I think the prices have gotten up there for these Minnesota players, Mm -hmm. and I think that when you're looking at this game against Toronto, a very good defensive team, even though we have a 218 total, I think everything's adjusted right and there's some value across the industry tonight uh, that I'm going to stay away from this game.
1: All right, fair enough. You do mention that Toronto is a pretty good defense. They are ninth in the NBA, giving up just a shade under 104 points a game. What about on the other side, Tony? What about Toronto offensively? Um, you know, you got Lowry, you got DeRozan in the backcourt. How do you feel about uh, Lowry Um or DeRozan tonight, either one of the backcourt guys at about seventy at 74 and 7,700? 7,
2: I like their big three tonight. I actually yeah. like uh, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, and Jonas Valashunas. I think all these guys will play against Minnesota, even though Tom Thibodeau, a defensive-minded coach, comes in, other than Jimmy Butler, they haven't got it defensively uh, this season. They've improved, but when you improve from the last uh, two years ago, they were the worst defense last year. A lot year, of room like 20- to go up. Yeah, a lot of room to go up. I think both these guys are in play – now, Kyle Lowry is interesting because we never see a monster game from Kyle Lowry, um, and that's what worries me. We've seen it in the past, but we haven't seen it this year, and he's been more of a consistent play. Like he had 35 his last game, 35 in 27 minutes against the Lakers, who are horrible defensively. They played Utah, a good defensive team. he only put up 18 fantasy points in 35 minutes. Atlanta, a terrible defense, 24 fantasy points in 28 minutes. Then Minnesota, right? again, mm-hmm. last time they played, they played January 20th, He put up 56 fantasy points against Minnesota. So that's going to get people to love him. Against San Antonio, 37. So really the only game he's done it has been that Minnesota game in the last 10.
1: All right, so there are some opportunities there in Minnesota and Toronto. Tony, we also tonight have a battle of New York as the Nets are here at the world's most famous arena to take on the Knicks. The Knicks are five-point favorites. 214 is your total in that one. Now, Tony— Con- this is kind of a confluence of factors here that I know you like. I know you like uh, point guards against Jared Jack because you think he can't defend the ball that well. And I know you love some Spencer Dinwiddie. What about Spencer Dinwiddie tonight at $6,500 as the price gone a little too high even against Jared Jack?
2: Well, there's a couple things with going with Dinwiddie because now we also have D'Angelo Russell, Russell in the mix. play. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not going to use him in a tournament situation tonight. I think that he is a guy that I'm going to stay away from. There's two guys that I like on the Brooklyn side, and one of them nobody else likes. So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the first one, Damari Carroll at 5,700 mm-hmm. bucks. Uh, the Knicks front court doesn't defend well. He's going to be okay there, but the other guy. And I've done pretty good on this, people. I'm going to take a hunch on tonight. Oh, boy. 3000 bucks.
1: Tyler Zeller.
2: No. Oh. Jahil Okafor tonight. Really? O- Okafor finally played 24 minutes in his last game. He put up 30 fantasy points, including 21 points, 9 for 14 for the field. He shot 64%. We've been waiting for this kid for a long time. He came over. He wasn't in shape. He got an opportunity to play. He played 24 minutes, and if you see the guy go out there, and play 24 minutes, and you're Brooklyn, and you're not going anywhere, why would you put him out there again? I got Hill Okafor in my lineups tonight, and I think he's a gift at 3,000.
1: Interesting, and you never know. If times get rough for Okafor, maybe you could just pop Enos Cantor in the lip, too. You never know, right? Did you <laughs> see that picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what, I, Joe Hill, he likes to fight. That's what I've heard, that's what I've heard. What about on the other side, because we always like to attack the Brooklyn Nets as well, because they are the 24th ranked defense in the NBA. We could go Christos Porzingis. I was a little bit surprised that Porzingis is only 8,100. Isn't that, I've seen him in the high 8,000s before. Why, uh, Tony, is he at the low end of his price range in a game up against, Brooklyn, who's 24th in the NBA and 24th in the NBA defending against the power forward?
2: Um, I have no idea, to tell you the truth, but I think it's on recent form. Okay. He got up against Phoenix, which is a great uh, matchup, right, because they're poor defensively, the worst in the league, 37 fantasy points, so not mm-hmm. a great outfit. Denver, another poor defensive team, 31. Lake is very poor as well, 28. So I think it's because of his recent form, and he's come up, Short the last few games, I think he's a good play tonight, and I think Tim is a good point. I like Hardaway a little better. I think the price on Hardaway at six thousand five hundred is appetizing.
1: Yeah, and Hardaway, if he starts to get hot, you know he will continue to shoot, and we definitely like that. When we come back here, though, on Lineup Block Live, we are through with three games on the slate. We have another six to get through, Tony, and I know that Tony's lineup will continue to evolve as we get last-minute news, and then at the end of the show, he will flop the nuts for you and give you his DraftKings lineup to win a little bit of extra cash on a Tuesday. With the State of the Union tonight, you never know when you could use a Little bit of extra cash. We'll be right back talking about the Sacramento Kings and the Pelicans. Different lineups for both. Lineup Lock Live.
0: Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyrotor.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product.
1: Welcome back to Lineup Block Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata were getting you through a nine-game slate in the association tonight. Tony, when you were talking about Christoph Porzingis, you said he had kind of a below-average game against Phoenix last week. That was the game that Trey Burke went off, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah. Trey Burke, Zach. Actually- People are paying attention now to Trey Burke.
1: Yeah, apparently. I wanted to tell you, I was watching that game with our guy Chris Bavona the Manimal, and he came up with what I think is a good nickname if Trey Burke ever gets uh actually some time in the rotation. We're calling him the Wolverine of Wall Street. What do you think?
2: Oh, you know, that's that's very good. I think that's very good. Chris Bavona uh you know, he's one of them guys that's very, very creative.
1: Absolutely. He is absolutely getting it done, Tony. Our next game, though, the Sacramento Kings, they are in the big easy in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. The Pelicans are eight-point favorites in this one at home. 215 is your total in this one. Tony, you told me that... All these guys who are sitting, obviously, you know, the rotation continues for the Kings. But you mentioned the big men sitting this time around. It's something like Scala Bassari, maybe Willie Cauley-Stein as well. How about Zach Randolph? Not only because he's the actual big man playing, but because he won't have to deal with Boogie Cousins in the post either.
2: Yeah, you know, here's the thing. The only – I like him tonight. The only problem I have is just making sure he plays. Now, I'm taking for granted – that Sacramento is not going to play with eight players tonight, right? right. They're going to they're going to go out there. So yeah, absolutely, he's in play tonight, and I think he's a good play. And I think him and De'Aaron Fox are the only two plays that are on the Sacramento Kings side of things. On the Pelican side, I love Anthony Davis tonight, and I hate loving Anthony Davis right. because every time you love this guy, this he game, gets he doesn't, Yeah, he doesn't finish. They're 29th, 28th, and 24th in defensive metrics across the league against the center position. I also like Rajan Rondo because he's 4800 bucks. He's going to mm-hmm. need a little more offense tonight. I also like Rue Holiday mm-hmm. in this game. And if you wanted to go a little cheap, I think Etuan Moore is going to have to score a little. But the two best plays for me are Anthony Davis and Rue Holiday because they're the only consistent offensive options that yeah the when you look at Rondo and More it could go either way. I mean they could go over 8. Right. And then not right. shoot again.
1: Right, right, right. I was going to ask you basically the same that I was asking you about the Washington Wizards, right? When it comes to without when you take out John Wall. You obviously have Bradley Beal, but the question is, how much more, in terms of usage, does it go up, right? There's only so far to go even if he does get to that Russell Westbrook kind of 30-31% level. Isn't it the same with the New Orleans Pelicans? Like, obviously Anthony Davis becomes, especially in a good matchup, Anthony Davis almost becomes worth the 11400 yep. I think the more interesting question and you answered it pretty much with Rue Holiday and maybe Rondo is like, where does the rest of the production the love, the opportunity gets spread out. You think Drew Holiday is, stands to benefit the most in terms Absol- of not having Boogie Cousins?
2: Absolutely, and if you're in a season-long league, this is a guy to go out and grab. Mm. Uh, this is a guy that will—he has an offensive game, and it will now be counted on, and his points are going to go up Here dramatically. So I I like Rue Holiday going forward. He'll play shooting guard. He'll play some point guard, depending on how they uh, think things are working out with Rondo. And I think uh, he's going to be a stud going forward.
1: All right, absolutely. So, uh, Tony, in our next game, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Detroit Pistons in Detroit, where the Cavs are road favorites of six points. 219 and a half is the total. Now, this is not going to be the same situation, obviously, as Wall and Cousins, but the fact is that Blake Griffin still is not playing yet for his new team, the Detroit Pistons. We also know that the Cleveland Cavaliers defensively have been a dumpster fire lately, giving up almost 110 points at the game i've got to think there's going to be some cheap opportunity today because you know they still they don't have harris and bradley because they traded him away they still have yet to get blake griffin you even mentioned that andre drummond is now questionable so are we talking about anthony tolliver are we talking about ish smith reggie bullock stanley johnson are we getting these guys in our lineups tonight
2: Yeah, we got a lot here to to, uh, like. Just a quick update. Chris Paul is out tonight. Chris Paul out uh, for the Houston Rockets. So uh, Eric Gordon will start at point guard uh, for the Houston Rockets tonight. Gerald Green will get some time, uh, extra playing time tonight. Um, uh, Mute will get some extra playing time time as well, too. Uh, So that makes me like James Harden even more tonight Mm -hmm. uh, for the people out there. All right, now back to this game. I love the Detroit side. Andre Drummond, sick. They expect him to play tonight. A lot of people sick.
1: What's going around? Did Kevin Love spread this to everybody in the NBA? I don't know. I think
2: it's everywhere. I think it's across the country. I mean, there's people really affected by the flu, so it's kind of crazy. I love Reggie Bullock tonight. Um, I love Anthony Taller. I think those two guys are on the cheap. Ish Smith is a guy that I think is going to get his usage rate is going to go up. Uh, In this one, he was already at 23 percent. They're bad at defending the backcourt with Isaiah Thomas. Mm -hmm. I like all those guys tonight. I I liked Andre Drummond, but there's enough big guys out there um, that I would just, you know what, I'll play it safe. I'll go somewhere else. But I think it's going to set up nice for Drummond as well if he's healthy. But I love all these guys, these cheap guys. You put them in your lineup, they're going to play tonight 30 minutes, and you throw them out
1: there. Would you even go so far as Langston Galloway, Tony? I mean, as a Knicks fan, I've seen some of Langston Galloway. We were just talking about D-League guards that are getting called up by the Knicks, and that fit Langston Galloway at one point. He's all the way down at 3,500. He's been getting kind of like the nominal start, but uh, Smith is the one who's going to get the minutes, right?
2: Yeah, Ishmith is going to be the guy that's going to get there. Lexi Galloway will get some minutes though between the one and two guy. They'll get some playing time there. Um they're going to be short players tonight. They're probably going to go 8-8 eight, eight deep uh, without three guys, you know, from the Clippers. Um, in that trade, I think that uh, he's going to get an opportunity tonight. I wouldn't use him, but he's going to have an opportunity to play tonight.
1: All right, uh, let's talk about this Cleveland Cavaliers side, Tony, real quick. You can obviously go LeBron almost any night. I mean, the Pistons are going to be short-handed on some level. And then the other thing I want to ask you, besides LeBron, what about you know, my guy Tristan Thompson trying to get rebounds, trying to be the big man for this team at only forty six hundred?
2: Yeah, a forty-six hundred dollar price tag is what we're uh, we're looking at to get excited, right? And mm-hmm. what we want there. But as we go over this, he's getting some playing time against Indianapolis, who has a poor center situation. He put up twenty-seven fantasy points. He put up twenty-three against Oklahoma uh, there. But he's getting him. So he's not getting guaranteed playing time. So in the last four games, he's gone twenty, thirty-one, nineteen, twenty-six. I think he's worthy of taking a shot in a, playoff, in, in, in a, in a tournament setting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't play him if Andre Drummond plays. But if Andre Drummond doesn't play, then I'm interested.
1: All right, let's keep our eye out for that. Any other Cavs you're interested in tonight besides, of course, the King?
2: The King. The King is where it's at tonight. Not Scott Angle, uh, though, Tony. No, Scott Angle. Uh, Tristan Thompson is uh, – a guy if drummond was uh out of the flexor there you know if we had you know if we did the nba thing right With the nba thing with the all-star game
1: Mm-hmm. do you think you pick scott engel in your first five picks i don't think i would be the team captain though tony i think you and scott engel should be the team captains if you want to know the truth i think I the would. two of you guys would be the team captains and the question is would i be one of the top five picks
2: yeah, well, you get to you work with me, so I I, I like that, and okay. I like that you can go solo. Uh, most men go solo sometimes in their life. It's a different lives, kind of but, thing, though. That's a different kind. Oh, of Oh, okay. See, I get confused. Sometimes. See, that's the
1: thing. That's the thing, Tony. You got to stay focused, though. Okay, <laughs> that's why. That's why. No, 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 no. That's why you need to make these draft picks. You know that might be yes. able to help you out. But who do you think would be the team captains? I think this is an interesting question.
2: Well, yeah, you know what? Me and Angle are actually a good. Uh, if Nando's out of it, I think me and Angle are, uh, are uh, certainly the two guys that would be the guys. And you know what? I think my first pick, my first pick is um, I got to get youth on the team because we mm-hmm. got to balance things out. And I, and I take one of those fantasy BFFs uh, first because yeah. I think Scott Angle, Scott Angle, you know who he's gonna pick first? He's gonna pick. Uh, he's gonna pick Susmania. That's because Susmania yeah, Sussmania was a nobody. He was just like hanging around Madison Square Garden, and he was look he when he's on. He was on WGN, but he's late at night, and nobody knew who he was. And Scott treated him like he was a, a rock star because Scott wanted to, you know, be around famous people, and it gets off on that. And so he became buddy buddy with Sussman. So I think. Uh, that That's you would have I to go.
1: answer back, and I would go Florio because, I mean, he is absolutely one of the finalists for uh, Football uh, Writer of the Year, so I don't maybe want that would bo- be a good get. Uh,
2: I might slide you in the next pick because, I you know what, I, I don't want the BFFs. They're too comfortable with each other. Like Right, you'd have to break them
1: up. That'd be like LeBron yeah. and, and uh, Steph Curry. The thing was like, are they going to break up the Warriors, right? You'd have to break up the BFFs.
2: We break them up and then we got them competing with each other. I like and all that. of a sudden we're like, oh, here we go. See, I, I'm putting the thought process in like LeBron did.
1: All right, all right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna cover another game or two, then we're gonna have a break. You can think about it so much more, Tony. And then at the end <laughs> of the show, when we do your lineup, then we can talk about uh, kind of how your uh, host board would look. All right, all right Tony. But in this ma- matchup, we got the Orlando Magic in Houston to take on the Rockets. The Rockets are a 12 point favorite in this game, Tony, which I think is interesting. 222 and a half is also the highest total on the board. You mentioned that there is no Aaron Gordon. There's no Vucevic either. So who's getting the usage rate in in Orlando? Are we talking about uh, Jonathan Simmons? You mentioned Hazonia already. Who do you like on the Magic tonight?
2: Yeah, I like uh, Evan Fournier is a guy that's going to have um, an opportunity to put up some points, and he likes to shoot the ball a lot. is going to be there. And then coming off the bench, I also like Birch He's a guy that's getting some playing time, and he's 3800 bucks, And I think you can put him in the lineup tonight uh, because i got a feeling this game's going to— not be close and it's not going to be pretty. And I think he's going to play anyways. Uh, early in this game, he will be the sixth or seventh uh, guy off the bench. So those are the guys I like in Orlando. On Houston, get J- James Hott. I'm just now I'm changing the lineups because I right. get some James Harden. You got to have Harden
1: in your lineup with this news that there's right. no CP3. There's also no Trevor Ariza tonight either, right? For uh, yeah. Houston. Um, I don't
2: have that confirmed yet. Okay. I don't have that confirmed. I'll check that during the commercial break. So I think with that, it James Harden's the guy that I'm looking at tonight, and he'll be the guy there. I think Eric Gordon, if you want to go cheap, uh, you could also use it as well.
1: All right. Uh, the beard becomes a cornerstone of lineups. When we come back on Lineup Lock Live, I'm going to ask Tony how else he would play these Houston Rockets and if he's afraid of the 10, 12 point spread, all that and more. When we come back, it's Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. It is lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're going through a nine-game slate in the association. Tony, we left off on the Houston Rockets.
2: Yeah. And
1: what's up with Ariza? Ariza's, I think Ariza is out. out, right? Yeah, okay.
2: he's out with a hamstring uh, injury. He's be out for a couple weeks. So if
1: that's the case, Tony, we have the same kind of question that we've had with the Wizards. That's related to uh, – You know, without Wall, with uh, the Pelicans, without Cousins. Now, the Rockets are going to be without CP3. I call him El Chapo, as you know. Without Ariza as well, right? So, obviously, James Harden is a play. But James Harden, James Harden has a 33% usage rate, right? So, again, I ask the question, how much further can it go? I land on Eric Gordon at 6,300, maybe being a beneficiary, being able to take more shots tonight. What do you think?
2: Absolutely, Eric Gordon will be a guy there, and probably Gerald Green is be a guy that'll throw up a, a bunch of shots there. And then you'll get, you know, you get a little more usage from Clint Capella in the middle uh, there. And I think you'll see Mamute uh, grab some playing time. So I would go James Harden. I think Eric Gordon's the next best guy, and uh, Gerald Green's the wild card uh, because he can he can get you a couple points off the bench uh, there. We also got uh, news in with uh, Freddie Van Fleet. is expected to play tonight. He's actually been playing some pretty good basketball lately. And Wilson Chandler is available and Mario Hizonia is starting tonight for Aaron Gordon.
1: Fair enough. And as we've already talked about, Tony definitely likes Hazonia already. With the wild card out there, Tony, you never know. We might have to figure out who will be your wild card when you draft a team of hosts a little bit later on in the show. But let's keep it moving. We got three games more to cover. And the next one is the Denver Nuggets in San Antonio to take on the Spurs. The Spurs are seven and a half point favorites. Two oh two is your total in this one, which is a Low total, Tony, probably because the San Antonio Spurs are still number one in the NBA defensively, giving up only 97, 98 points a game. So that being said, are there any Nuggets you like tonight?
2: Nope, zero, absolutely none. Not a single Nugget, and that's crazy. I think that when I look at it, there's a possibility of playing uh, Will Barton tonight because the price has dropped a little bit there. But I'm not playing any of these guys.
1: All right, fair enough, and that makes sense. You want to avoid the best defense in the league. That makes complete sense. But what about on the other side? What about the Spurs themselves? I think I could have found – maybe I found a guy, Tony. What about a point guard less than 6,000 going up against the 26th uh, rated team defending the point guard? I'm talking about Deontay Murray, who's someone you've mentioned before in days when, you know, no Kawhi and things of that nature. What about Murray tonight at 5,900?
2: The problem is with Murray is we haven't got any consistent play from Mm. him, right? He got 37-31 in his last two games against Philly and Sacramento a week against the point guard. Then he put that 26 against Memphis, and then he had a 49 and a 28 since he's been a starter. So they've been good games, and I like him. Um, But. I like Ish Smith a little better tonight, but I think these two guys can have a good game tonight. So I think both those guys are in play, uh, but I lean to Ish Smith a little bit tonight with that depleted uh, Detroit roster. And then, uh, you know what? Lamarcus Alder is a good play tonight, too.
1: Sure. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge, to be quite honest, 8,000 is pretty low for LaMarcus Aldridge, if you want to know the truth. He has that usage rate, and he, too, is going up against um, the—you know, Denver does not defend that position all that well. So LaMarcus Aldridge, L.A., can always be an option. Tony, we got two more games in the next one. I'm very intrigued to hear what you have to say about the Golden State Warriors in Utah to take on the Jazz. The Warriors are road 8.5-point favorites. 217 is the total in this one. Now, Tony, I know the Utah Jazz is a good defense. They are currently fifth in the NBA defensively. But when I look at how they match up position by position, the two areas where they, they being the Jazz, are worst are defending the point guard and defending the small forward. And you know who uh, patrols those uh, regions? It's Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Which one of those two guys do you like better tonight? Steph at ten five or Kevin Durant at 9,800? I like Kevin
2: Durant, and I think it's a little bit to do with the price. I get him a little cheaper. I think they come right around the same here. You know, Utah plays a slow pace. They play a good defense, so I'm going to stay away from both guys tonight in this contest. And In fact, the only guy I like in this game is actually on the other side, and it's a guy we talk about a lot on this show is uh utah's donovan mitchell i think you can get away uh with ricky rubio tonight but donovan mitchell in this type of environment where it's going to go up and down the court this is the game that uh he excels in and utah usually plays in a slow pace i think they get up in pace a little bit which will fit donovan mitchell um so i like the two guards from utah tonight uh again though I-, I think i would take a shot with uh the spurs murray i would take a shot with his Smith ahead of Rubio. But I like all three of these $5,000 guards.
1: All right, so there's definitely opportunity at the point guard position for relatively cheap in the $5,000 range. You mentioned Ish Smith. We talked about Murray on San Antonio and Ricky Rubio as well. Tony, I was going to ask you about both of these guards. I mean, Donovan Mitchell at only 6,900. He's been playing well. He's a play potentially. But Rubio, I wanted to ask you because uh, the other thing that I've seen is Rodney Hood may be out as well. Right, So could that lead to even more minutes for Rubio?
2: Yeah, you know what's crazy is Rubio's actually been rebounding a lot lately, too. So um, you get an opportunity there uh, with Ricky Rubio knocking down a few uh, rebounds in the games uh, there. So he had six rebounds against Toronto. In a game of four, he had 10 against Detroit. He had four and he had six, and then he's getting six six. Five, six assists. So all of a sudden, those rebounds. We talked about Rubio about a week ago, and right. I said, you know what? He, he's not getting enough assists here. And, well, all of a sudden, these rebounds are coming with it, right? So now all of a sudden, he's back up to 34, 35 fantasy points. And at 5,000, that's six times. So, yeah, game against Golden State tonight, I like Ricky Rubio.
1: All right, fair enough. Uh, You know, maybe there's less variance with Rubio, and then he's bolstered by the rebounds as well, so he could be a play. Again, Ricky Rubio only 5,200 in this matchup and may get some more minutes. Our next game and our last game on the slate, Tony, the Portland Trail Blazers are in Los Angeles to take on the Clippers. Blazers are 2.5-point road favorites in this one. 219 is the total. Um, I want to spend most of the time on the Clippers on this one, Tony. But real quick on Portland, do you like Dame Dollar? Do you like Nurkic as well? Who do you like on Portland before we get into the Clippers side?
2: You know, this is a funny game because the first thing I wanted to do when I saw this game is look at the spread, right? Hmm. Because you think about the Clippers, right? You trade Blake Griffin. Demoralized? Yeah, you give up like, you know, what do they have to play for? It Like, you have to make Portland a favorite in this game, right? They're two-and-a-half-point favorite, favorite on the road against the Clippers, and I said, yeah, you know, that makes sense. I'd still pound if I If you went over to our friends, I would go and uh, pound Portland tonight in this game. I like Damon Lillard. I like Nurkic, and I like C.J. McCollum. I think all three of these guys, uh, you can certainly play tonight. I think the defense is going to be lackluster. Uh, DeAndre Jordan's going to be getting there. rebounds, and I don't see anything else going on for this team tonight. I, I really think that in a game, yeah, we'll have some fantasy options on the Clippers, but I really uh think the three Portland Trailblazers come into play there. Uh, but the Clippers' side, DeAndre Jordan should have a huge game right. because he's going to be one of the guys there. And I also think they don't have enough big men. So I like Montrez Harold tonight to come in and play. And we've talked about Lou Williams all year, right? Yep. When Blake Griffin was out of the lineup, Lou Williams put up some Went monster off. numbers. I think it could be the same tonight. So, to me, it's DeAndre Jordan, Lou Williams, and Montrose are all three guys that could use tonight.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this, though, and maybe it's tonight, maybe it's kind of for season long people as well. Listen, Tony, I don't think the Clippers are done dealing, right? I think DeAndre Jordan's going to be out the door. I think Lou Williams is going to be out the door. You mentioned as it related to uh, Boogie Cousins, other people like in season long, you liked Rue Holiday, you liked Ray John yeah. Rondo. What about in Los Angeles, okay? If I let suspend this belief for a hot second and if I told you that you know 2 weeks from now DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams let, uh, if I tell you you know they're on the Cavs or something like that in a couple of weeks who is the proverbial next man up for the for the Clippers is it is it like is it Austin Rivers like who who is it our go is it our boy Milo's like who is primed to be able to take advantage of this what I see as an eventual fire sale in Los Angeles
2: yeah, I think the guy that I would go and grab is going to be those guys will get points. The guys you met, like like Rivers, is going to get points, but he's right. going to have a sh- poor shoot field goal percentage shooting. Uh, shooting, he'll get you a couple assists, get you have rebounds. I would go and get Montrez Harrell. I think Montrez Harrell then turns into a double double guy. I think he gets ten rebounds a night. I think he gets ten points a night, and I think he plays around the basket and shoots there. I would look at Montrez Harrell. Uh, there, I think, yeah, you could make the case for Rivers and, and Tia Dosage getting more usage, absolutely. But I think those guys are there, and I think that uh, you have an opportunity there with Montrez Harrell to be the guy uh, that steps up and gets a lot of rebounds.
1: All right, let me ask you a quick question here, though. Some of the play- – about the players that the Clippers are actually getting back. Okay, what about a guy like Tobias Harris? You know, could this Love be it. where he could flower in, on some level and, and the same for uh, Bradley?
2: Yeah, so I uh, I own Tobias Harris right now in my season-long leagues, and I think it's going to be a good move. Um, the one thing is you have Andre Drummond out of the mix, so he maybe he gets a couple rebounds if DeAndre Jordan's no longer there. Uh, he's been shooting the ball from three-point land, great. Uh, I don't want to see him and Lou Williams playing together for too much longer, and I don't think that's going to be a problem uh, because they both need the ball in their hands to make plays. Uh, Austin um, Avery Bradley will hurt Austin Rivers. Um, if he stays there, I wouldn't be surprised if they go and move Avery Bradley as well, because he's a fine defensive player, and I think a lot of people will use him for a playoff stretch run, so I think Adrian Bradley might not have to unpack that suitcase.
1: Fair enough, and listen, right before the trading deadline, like we talk about, this is certainly in flux, right, so we're going to start talking about guys you might want to target on season-long leagues as well, but every night there is an opportunity to win a little bit of extra cash. When we come back after the commercial break here on Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get Tony Sincada's DraftKings lineup for a Tuesday with nine games in the association. And then I want to ask you, you know, like, if we step back globally, what are the impacts of all of these all-stars going down, getting traded? And we'll also see uh, who Tony Sincata would take number one overall. Come on back. It's Lineup Lock Live.
0: DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by dailyrodo.com.
1: You think Drew Holiday is, stands to benefit the most in terms Absolutely. of not having Boogie
2: Cousins? Absolutely, and if you're in a season-long league, this is a guy to go out and grab. He has an offensive game, and it will now be counted on. And his points are going to go up here dramatically. So I, I like Drew Holiday going forward. He'll play shooting guy. He'll play a point guard, depending on how things are working out with Rondo.
0: Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio.
1: are back. It is Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony, in my season-long league, I'm picking up Montrez Harrell right now because I need a little bit of help at the center position, so I appreciate that. But people are listening to Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for season-long advice, but also from DFS. And my man, the Tony Sinkata is about to make you some money on a nine-game slate. Tony, how about you flop the nuts? What's your DraftKings lineup tonight?
2: Yeah, I'm going to use the uh, point guard James Harden tonight. No Chris Paul in the lineup against an Orlando team that does not play defense well, eleven thousand two hundred bucks is his salary Mario Jazzonia in that same game, forty five hundred dollars, gets a start for Aaron Gordon. Anthony Tolliver will be starting for Detroit tonight against the weak Cleveland defense, for 4,500. Kem Burch will be a guy off the bench for Orlando tonight, 3,800 bucks. Look for 20 fantasy points there. DeAndre Jordan, last man standing, 6,800 bucks against the Portland Trailblazers. Russell Westbrook, 11,700 against the uh, Washington backup guards. Montrezl Harrell, 4,100 bucks. Uh, expect him to get some rebounds and has played well when Blake Griffin was out and then the guy I'm taking a shot on tonight 3000 bucks Jahil Okafor 23 minutes in his last game 27 fantasy points we're going uh, 30 fantasy points sorry 30 fantasy points we're going to the well with Jahil Okafor every once in a while people in life have a lot of promise they have a lot of pedigree And sometimes it just doesn't come out right away. You have to work for it. And Jahil Okafor, I think this is the time when he rises to the occasion.
1: All right, we'll see if Brooklyn is the right place for him to realize all of his potential. It worked for (laughs) Biggie Smalls and Jay-Z, right? Um, Let me ask you this, Tony. I mean— you know, it was it was so bad to see Boogie Cousins go down. It was on a straight effort play. People say they don't oh. you know, he doesn't make an effort. You know, he was really having a season and on the precipice of free agency for him, right, where he was about to get a max deal. My question for you is how much money did Boogie Cousins lose with that injury?
2: I, I don't I think You think he'll still get I, a max deal? I think he still will. I, I really do. I really do. And i I think though what it's gonna be interesting is is if New Orleans goes and adds people to this team and then that's going to prevent them from having the opportunity to resign them. So I'm interested to see what happens going forward because I'm sad because I think what would happen is New Orleans would have seen how far they could have went with them and Davis this year in the playoff runs and then made a decision on Demarcus Cousins. Now that's been taken away from them. It's kind of like the
1: Minnesota Vikings quarterback situation. Yeah,
2: I'll tell you what, that's a crazy, that's even a craziest situation because I was like talking about Alex Smith today says, you know, he wants to stay with Kansas City or at least be in a place that will win. And if he went to Cleveland, you know, there's no place to go but up. Those were Alex Smith's words. Um, Like he, Alex Smith would be the guy that would fit in, in in an offense like Minnesota and and he'd be able to chip in uh, there. Uh, I'm sure Kirk Cousins would be the first price. You know, it's funny how people start getting all fired up, and you listen to these shows about guys getting contract, uh, you know, get franchised. If Kirk Cousins gets franchised this year, that'll be like he's 27 franchised.
1: or 30 million, right? 34 million. Yeah, sure, I'll take it. Should
2: I? Yeah, yeah, like that's like I would never make that decision. I just sit on my couch every night and say, you know what, I'm not really concerned.
1: Yeah, the franchise tag is a great look for anybody unless you're actually number one or two in the in that position. Because what they do is they take the average of the top five at that position, so it's a great value for you unless you're Le'Veon Bell and you are actually the number one running back at your position. That's pretty much the only way it doesn't work. Tony, a few weeks ago on On Target Radio, they were coming up with um. Like matchups, uh, people are kind of like fight each other, right? And I was doing the same thing that it should have been you and the king, Scott Angle. I wound up having to go head-to-head apparently in this mythical matchup with Joe Pisapia, and I didn't like it because he was a trained fighter. So tell me you would draft me ahead of Joe.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, because Joe's a small man, though. He, I mean, he needs a weapon to fight. He does like, use you can a weapon. fight with your You could fight with your mind and your oral skills, and I think you would find a way to come outside the box and take him out.
1: I thoroughly appreciate that, Tony. I hope your lineup catches. I will continue to be using that mouth and spitting stats on Fantasy Freestyle up next. I'll see you tomorrow, Tony.